Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 174 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to explain how you can invest in a falling market. I'm also going to answer the question, should we buy now or should we wait? Now, this episode is a follow up from last week's episode, number 173, when I was explaining how you can sell property at full price in a falling market. And I highly recommend you listen to that episode if you've not already done so, especially if you do have property you want to sell, but also so you can understand from a seller's point of view what they're looking to achieve. Now, for us to consider what's happening right now, we need to look back a little bit and look at what happened last year in 2022. So the property market had been rising for about 12 years. And during the pandemic, there was an incredible property market boom. It was a seller's market. In other words, it was really hard to find deals because there seemed to be a lot more buyers than there were sellers. People were overpaying for property and estate agents didn't really have to bother with us as property investors. And then towards the end of 2022, we had the massive increase in interest rates. And that started early 22. And if you've been listening to the podcasts, I did actually suggest that people who had variable mortgages might want to start looking at fixing those. And we were doing that back in May. Um, And those people who listened to me obviously have done very well. And some people are in a difficult situation now because their interest rates have gone up so much. Now let's look at what's happening in 2023 and moving forward. So first of all, I think we all recognize that property prices are starting to fall. It's become a buyer's market. That means there are more sellers than there are buyers. Why? Well, with a falling market, a lot of people get nervous, particularly amateur investors think, "Mm, maybe I should wait and see what happens. People who are looking to buy houses think, "Mm, rather than buy now, maybe I should wait a little while and I might be able to buy cheaper. And then also people who want to actually buy, many of those sales are falling through because of difficulty getting finance because of the high interest rates and in particular, the high stress tests that lenders will use. So for buy to let investors, the rent on single lets doesn't seem to be enough. And people who are buying properties for their own home, again, they're struggling to afford, well, prove the affordability. So this means that more properties coming back onto the market for sale And I think there are some sellers who might think that the property market might crash like it did back in 2008 as a result of the global financial crisis. Now, personally, I don't think the market is going to crash that much, but I could be wrong. Who knows? The point here is that sellers are going to be far more motivated this year than they were last year. That means they're going to be flexible on the price at which they sell and also the terms under which they sell. So in other words, strategies such as vendor finance and lease options are going to be far more relevant in this falling market, just as they were back in 2008 and 2009. So with the much higher interest rates, and it looks like interest rates will start to come down because the swap rates, which is the rates at which banks can borrow, they are coming down as well. But there's still going to be affordability issues right now. And one of the most important things for you as an investor is that right now, estate agents need people like you. If they are not selling as much property, like all businesses during a recession, 
businesses contract. And so some estate agents will be getting rid of some of their employees. And they're going to get rid of the people who are not bringing in money, the ones who are not selling property. So you can go and work with estate agents and they should be much keener to work with you now if they take you seriously and they believe that you will actually deliver and purchase as you say you're going to buy. Now, this brings up a big question given prices are coming down. Quite rightly, people say, well, maybe we should wait. Maybe we shouldn't buy now. Maybe we should wait until the prices bottom out and then we should buy. Well, I've said this before in this podcast, and in theory, that's a great idea. But the reality is nobody knows when the market's going to hit the bottom. And when everybody knows it has hit the bottom, i.e. the general public, the media or the sellers, what it means is sellers are then in the hope and belief that someone's going to come along and pay more for their property because prices go up once they've come down. And so it's harder to get great deals and discounts when everyone thinks the market is going to start going up again. But when the market's coming down, that's when we can get some of the very best deals. Now, I just want to share with you and remind you about the five golden rules of property investing from my book, Property Magic, because they are very relevant right now. Now, I first came up with these ideas, these rules, at the end of 2007. Uh, at that point, I'd personally been investing for about 12 years by 2007, and I'd been teaching other people for about four years because I started teaching people in 2003. And I noticed that many people were making very similar mistakes, some of the mistakes that I had made as well. So when I wrote Property Magic, I wanted to come up with some, some guidelines, some rules that people could follow to minimize the risk of investing and to maximize the return. Now, I'm sure you know the golden rules. Hopefully you've read my book. Uh, there are podcast episodes all about the golden rules, but I'll very quickly remind you about them and refer to three in particular, which are relevant right now in a falling market. So golden rule number one is, of course, we want to work with motivated sellers, people who are more bothered by the speed and certainty rather than what they actually get for the property. And we're looking for the ethical win-win to help those people find a solution. And if it works for us as well, great, we can do a deal. So there are going to be a lot more motivated sellers this year and next year. So that's good for us. Second golden rule is we want to make sure we can always rent the property out. It's got to be an area with strong rental demand. There's no point buying something cheap if you're not going to be able to rent it out. So the good news is rent demand in the UK is very, very strong right now. And particularly when some people who might have thought about buying are putting off that decision because they think the prices are coming down, they still have to live somewhere, so they have to rent. So very often when prices come down, we actually see a boom in rental values, which is certainly happening right now. Partly that's due to inflation as well. So what this means is that there's a really strong demand. If you have a good property, and it must be good, and we want to be responsible landlords providing good quality accommodation for our tenants. But if you have a good property in a good area, you should easily be able to rent that out. Now, relating those first two factors into rule number three, we only ever buy a property that gives us positive cash flow. What that means is at the end of the month, we take the rent, less the mortgage, the insurance, the maintenance, the management fees if someone's managing it for you, and there must be some profit left over. Otherwise, in my view, it's not a good investment. So it's been harder when the market's been booming to find really good property deals that stack up. 
But now prices are starting to come down and rents are still high, more deals are starting to stack up. So that's a good factor for us as well. And rule number four is we buy for the long term. Yes, we can make money short term from property in a rising market. We can buy, refurbish and sell. That's not something we want to do when the market's falling. So we're looking to hold property long term. And then rule number five, we always need a cash buffer, some money put aside just to make sure we can cover any unexpected expenses that might come up. Now, if we focus on rule two, three and four, i.e. we buy in an air strong rental demand, we make positive cash flow every month from the property and we're holding long term. If we're following those three rules, then it doesn't matter what happens to the property market in the short term. Is it possible you could buy a property in the next few months and the value could be less in 12 months time? Yes, that's possible. But as long as you could rent it out and you're making positive cash flow and you're holding long term, what does it really matter? Because we need to remember the underlying trends in the UK, and that is there's not enough accommodation. We live on a very popular island with an increasing population and not enough accommodation. So that means over the long term, values, prices and rents both go up. So there might be a short term dip, a short term correction, which is what's happening right now. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't buy. If you find a good property that meets all your criteria and you need to be really clear on what your criteria are, what kind of cash flow do you want? What kind of return on investment do you want? If it meets your criteria, I would suggest be bold, be courageous, take action, buy it and plan to hold it long term. So don't wait Take action now because that's when you're going to secure some great deals. And I've got three specific actions you might want to think about as a result of listening to this podcast. First of all, I encourage you to go and reread Property Magic or listen if you've got the audible version, because going through a second or third time, you'll pick up things that you missed the first time round. And although we have updated the book, it's now in its sixth edition you'll find the fundamental principles are still valid today, even though I first wrote the book back in 2007 at the peak of the last market when things were just starting to turn. Second action for you is get back into estate agents. Last year, they weren't really bothered about working with us as investors because they didn't need to. But now the market's changing. Now it's becoming a buyer's market. Estate agents need us. So don't just call them up, physically go and see them, build those relationships again. And thirdly, you might want to make sure you understand strategies such as vendor finance, purchasing options, all of which are going to be far more relevant in the current market conditions. Now, if you want to learn more about lease options, I've got some online training you can access at www.plotraining.com. It's free training. Come along and you really need to understand lease options, which I believe are one of the most powerful and yet misunderstood strategies in the property market. If you really understand them, you're going to have a massive competitive advantage, especially in this market where most people really don't know how to invest. So as ever, I would encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media and I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.